You are going to love this. This is The Two Mics with PaddyPower.com. What do you think about that story, about that lad who is supposed to have lived in a Bavarian forest for five years? Oh, yeah, it's a bit of a strange one, this is. He just sort of turned up and said he's been living in this forest for five years. He's like Rambo, isn't he? Self-survival and all that kind of stuff. It's the weirdest story. He says that he ended up there with his father. He doesn't know how, when, when their mother left them or something like that. And they lived like almost like jungle creatures. Then his dad died, says that he buried his father in a shallow grave, and his father told him as he was dying, head north for help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, head, head, no, no, that's true, it's true, head north for help. So he's, presu- he's got a compass, might have one of those yeah. compasses in the soldier's Head shoes. north for help, my son. Yeah, and, and yeah, he did. And he headed north, and the compass took him to the steps of the city hall in Berlin. As a result, then. Isn't it? <laughs> well, I, I, I was so like, he's in the middle of the Bavarian <laughs> forest. He's checked to head north. His dad told him, "Yeah, head north, my yeah. son. Follow yeah. that star." <laughs> and he's right. ended up on the steps <laughs> of what? The city hall in Berlin. <laughs> I'm not no, having it. No. Yeah. What? Uh, I know this. The yeah. thing and the trouble is, this yeah. sounds like a Mike Parry world no, it's story. Not, it's it does. To be, but, but I know this has been not. in the news. It's, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not really. And, uh, so, so he tells him that north. Now, what what occurred to me was, I thought, well, actually, you wouldn't just need a compass to find Berlin. You know? It's not that easy. Berlin, is it, is it? I mean, you know, go to any road, go to any road. I mean, even the Bavarian forest, there are roads. Yeah, of course. There and are. if you, you know, if you flag down any motorist, even if you'd lived in the jungle for five years, yeah. and your father not let you speak to civilized human beings, if you flag nobody down. If you stood in the middle of the road and gave it this, somebody's going to stop. I'm waving my arms now, like yeah, he's waving in front his of hands. the car, like that, yeah. you know. And, and, and then you said to somebody, uh, "Which way is it to Berlin, please?" <laughs> I'm sure they'd say Berlin. Is that road? Yeah. On the road, turn left all the way on the autobahn to yeah. Berlin. And so, he, but he, apparently, he trekked through the Bavarian forest to get to Berlin. I don't know why. And he just kept walking. <laughs> Until yeah. he got the steps of what again? Uh, the, the the city hall in Berlin. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's, you know, no, no, but it's... of all the places to go, yeah. You know, you've been in the forest for five years. You think maybe <laughs> McDonald's, Pizza yeah. Hut, or something. Yeah. You know, you might stop off there first. But he goes yeah. to the city hall. Well, he's only fifteen, and he had to go and find the authorities to say, "Look, I'm, you know, I need a house or something yeah. like that. I don't want to live in the forest anymore." <laughs> Strange thing house. is, he speaks perfect English. So, what was a boy who speaks perfect English doing living in a Bavarian forest? Don't speak German, and who apparently buried, buried his dad in a shallow grave, and then so, and then trekked through the forest for like weeks to find Berlin. So have they discovered who the who no, he is? No, don't know who he is yet. No. So not, this is a complete mystery. It then. is. A, it's a complete mystery. Now the only time that I met fascinating story, by the way. It's an amazing story. It's an amazing story. The only other time I met anybody who couldn't find anything as big as Berlin without a compass, right? Was it no no joke? Was a coach driver? In, in, no, useful. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, exactly, exactly. It was. A, it's a Mike Parry world. <laughs> no, yeah, we ought to get a jingle done. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is Mike Parry's world. Maybe. Let me let me tell you. So this. you got a coach driver who can't find his wallet if he had it in his back pocket, is what we're saying. Let, let me tell you this. It's amazing. But a coach driver in Moscow, and what he couldn't <laughs> find. That's funny story no, already. No, no, I no, don't no, even know no, what's no. Happen. What he couldn't find because we. Kept Kept driving around the ring road around Moscow, which is like the M25, uh-huh. right? And, we, and we'd driven around it twice already, because I know that, because we were on the coach for about three and a half hours, and he could not find Moscow Airport. Difficult. The, the, this, well, It would be difficult uh, with all those signposts and stuff. Well, hang on. I kept, I kept saying to him, 
Aeroporto, Aeroporto, you know, yeah. and indicating with my hands, shh, you know, shh, <laughs> you know, like that, you know, because I thought you must be able to spot an airport. It's you a very, can very. speak every language. It's a, it's, can't it's you? a very, it's a very. Communication, big... <laughs> you are the best. Yeah, yeah. Airporto, shh, <laughs> Airporto, shh. Well, yeah. He probably thought you were changing the barrel in that pub. <laughs> Airporto. Yeah. No, but Mike, quite, quite seriously. <laughs> quite. If, if, if How somebody... can I take you seriously? If somebody, if somebody came up to you yeah. and indicated a hand moving upwards yeah. and the noise of a jet engine, yeah. you would probably think they were trying to indicate to you we want to find an airport, I'd right? I'd probably think they've so, been on yeah. some dodgy substances, <laughs> yeah. to be fair. Anyway, this fella kept looking at me like I was mad. And, yeah. and, you know, I was on the coach to get to the airport. I was trying to get a plane home, a British Airways plane home to London. Mm. You know what I mean? And the guy's looking right mad. And I kept saying, no, don't look at me. No, look at me. <laughs> So he thinks I'm completely What's mad. This? No, look at me. <laughs> because you wouldn't speak that way at home. So why suddenly go abroad and you? No, look at me. No, because does that make it easier for him to understand? No, please don't look at me. No, but no, look at me. <laughs> no, let me explain my thinking to you. Right, I didn't want him to look at me right. because this road in Russia is extremely busy. Russian drivers are completely mad. Are I, they? I, I mean, half of them haven't got brakes on their cars. Half of them don't have brake lights. <laughs> OK, half of them don't have number plates, half of them don't have windscreen wipers. But anyway, the, the point of the story is this. So, so I, I you're said, going, shh, airporto, yeah. 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 no look at me. Yeah. Well, when he tries to look at me, I said, don't look at me. So, so he probably thinks, you know, first of all, the guy's trying to attract my attention. Yeah. Then he's telling me not to look at him. Okay. But of course, in, in Russia, the difficulty of working in Russia is nobody speaks English, right? Right. Now... I, I didn't find out what which the problem a, was. Which is a problem, I suppose, and it is, it's it out is. of order for those Russian so, people yeah. not to speak English. Well, well, I, I, any coach driver who can't find an airport in Moscow shouldn't be a coach driver. It should <laughs> there be a is baggage that. handler. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so anyway, anyway, it took me hours to work out what the problem was. The problem was he was Afghanistani and didn't speak Russian either. So, <laughs> so, so he, was, no, that, now I understand yeah, why he didn't so, understand you going, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Because he's from Afghanistan. I'd say, look, it the, makes sense the bloke, now. Who, the bloke who put me on the coach, which was um, a mate of mine, who's a who's a Russian journalist. And by the way, this wasn't a, you know, this wasn't a a fifteen pound um, you know thing like from Gatwick to Heathrow or something. Yeah. This was a luxury coach. Yeah. You know, which I I asked my mate to sort out for me and get me to the airport. You know, I had some recording equipment with me and all that kind of stuff. But my mate had addressed this bloke in Russian. I wondered why the bloke had never acknowledged him. And, and said, you know, like, you know, C or, you know, or... or yeah, as he would. Or, yeah, of course. Of course, Russian is C, <laughs> isn't whatever, it? Yeah. Whatever, you know. C, Ken. <laughs> yeah, whatever, yeah. It's a Mike Perry So I, th I, I thought the guy understood so um, uh, explicitly what my mate described to him in Russian, take this man to the airport, he's got to get a flight to London. I, it never occurred to me he didn't either understand my mate who was speaking Russian or me speaking English. Yeah. He only spoke, I don't know, what do they, what do they speak in Afghanistan? Afghanistani? Uh, Afghan. Do they? Or, I don't know. Was it Punjabi or something like that? I think it is, I isn't it? I don't know. I think there's all sorts yeah. of different yeah, tribes, I, th I, th languages. I think you're right. But anyway, look, it was, it was an absolute nightmare. And I made, I made that plane by minutes to spare. That's another Beatles song, isn't it? You know, I grab my coat, I grab my hat. I made the bus in seconds flat. Boom, boom, on the way downstairs and took a cup. Looking up. That's right, yeah. And, and so what I'm saying is, and I remember sprinting through Moscow Airport. I mean, sprinting, obviously. You sprinting. Sprinting, heavy luggage and all that. I didn't even bother taking out my passport. I just said, you know, no, no, no. And they asked me to stop. When, when, by the way, I had a lucky, I had a lucky escape one time in, in, uh, who laughing at? I had a lucky escape one time in, 
Frankfurt Airport, right? Oh, right, here we are. Yeah, because... You're in Frankfurt now. Well, just talking about airports. And the people were speaking it, they weren't speaking English. Uh, they, I mean, in Germany, everybody speaks English. Yeah. You see, this is the great thing. You, you, can, you can work in countries like Germany and Australia and America because everybody understands English. You can work in most of Europe, most people understand English. The two countries in the world you can't work in without an interpreter are Russia yeah. and Japan. Oh, really? And that's because it's not just the language is so difficult, but all the road signs and all the public signs are in a language we can't interpret. Right. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So, like in France, even if you don't speak French, and I do, by the way, you know you know that rue means street. You know that gacon, you know, means waiter. You yeah. know, uh, gacon. Well, if you study Japanese, uh, de, you'd know de what? grand tonique. You know, you know, that, avec beaucoup de is. You know that exactly that you've got, uh, you know, a couple of large gin and tonics coming without a problem. Yeah. Yeah. But if you just spent a bit of time studying Japanese, then you would know. Yeah, but that... you know, you know so Japanese. But what I'm saying is, Russian language is Cyrillic. Okay, so you can't you can't understand any of it. You know, you right. can't, uh, phonetically you can't even see. This is a great thing about uh, when you work in countries where you can't understand the language and you're covering football matches. You want to know what the local people are saying the next day. You look at the papers, you see from the pictures what's going on, and then you can interpret the headlines if it's in a European language. You know, but you can't interpret it if it's in Russian, Greek, or Japanese. Right. Because of the symbols. Oh, see what right. I mean? Anyway, getting back to Frankfurt. Right. You know, I don't care. Yeah, well, you will care about Frankfurt. You might not care oh, about right. language. So in Frank- yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I just don't yeah. care about so, you interpreting. Oh, all right, but that's Mike. That's because you've not had as expansionist a career as I have. Expansionist. Yeah, yeah, you've yeah. had an expansionist yeah. waistline. No, no, no. The waistline's going but it's down. coming down. Going down. Yeah, I've had an expansionist career all over the world. Okay, and uh, and for that reason, you have to adapt to local customs okay. and, and that kind of stuff. But anyway, in Germany, we were coming back from somewhere like Croatia. You know, or, or um, you know, those countries that split up in Yugoslavia. So I think it was or Serbia. It might have been Serbia. I don't know. Okay. England were playing there, and you have to come back through Frankfurt. Okay. They've got a big connection Germany with all those uh, sort of uh, the Croat countries, aren't they? Mm-hmm. I think the Croat Croatia. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Right. So uh, so we get to Frankfurt Airport, and we'd had a hell of a job for about five days, not taking a drop of drink because you don't when you're on the job. You know what I mean? And uh, and then I said to my mate, Oh, you know, we literally passed a cocktail bar going from the gate we arrived at to the gate we're departing from. And I said, oh, come on, let's nip in here and have a quick glass of um, Pinot or something like that, you know. You like so, your Pinot Grigio, don't you? No, I drop Pinot occasionally. Anyway, we, we, uh, we go in. Black Tower, Blue Nun? Uh, no, no, not Blue Nun, no. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, I don't know what it was. I must have been jet lag or time zones or something. I suddenly looked and I said, what time's that plane go? And it was like quarter of an time hour. Time zone? What, in Germany? Well, it might have been, I don't know. It's one hour, <laughs> isn't it? Jet lagged. No, but there's a one-hour time difference yeah, with Britain okay. or something. I must so you're be not jet-lagged, though, are you? I don't, I don't know. I, I, I could have just been stress-lagged or something drunk. like that. So, anyway, I look at the old... Uh, and I think, oh, this is a problem. So, I said, we've got to get to this gate. Anyway, we get to the gate. And fortunately, because my mate had the... He was the producer or the, te- or the engineer. He had the recording equipment. Right. He was stopped immediately. And they, they, they searched right through his satellite dish and everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, we, by the time we got to the gate, we'd missed the plane. And uh, I have to admit, to hold my hands up, we missed the plane because we stopped for a sherbet, OK? No other reason whatsoever. Yeah. And uh, I thought, oh, no, because I had to get back, you know, I had to get back, I had things to do, people were expecting me back and all that. I thought, oh, no, no, what am I going to do? You know, how am I going to explain all this? Anyway, we go away to have another sherbet to think about it, you know, because we then had an hour for the next plane. It's so yeah. regular, by the way, the flights from Frankfurt oh. to London, you know. And, uh, and then we come back, and as we came back, we said, uh, oh, Mr. Parry. Uh, I said, yes, no, hair parry, I think they called me. Hair, hair, hair parry. 
I said, and I thought they were going to say, you know, you can't get on this flight because you missed the last one. I said, yeah, I said, uh, on behalf of uh, the Lufthansa airline, I want to uh, say to you, we are very sorry that you missed the last plane. This was because we had to search the equipment you have. As a consequence, as Lufthansa would wish to avoid you, avoid you, no, avoid you, avoid you, uh, 300 uh, euros, and we will upgrade you on the next flight to London, and we will avoid you the free flight to Frankfurt whenever you want it. And, 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 and uh, it's great. And, and, yeah. so, and so they blame themselves, right. not me, for missing the flight, even I though it's my fault. So anyway, I suppose a gentleman would have stepped forward and said, no, it wasn't your fault, don't worry, it was my fault, but who's going to do that? For your free matched bet, go to paddypower.com forward slash two mics. That's two as in the number two, T-W-O, not as in two-woo. Terms and conditions apply. 